It's time, D-Heads. Disney Blue presents Disney On Demand. Every week, Disney Blue lets you relive the magic, the movies, and the memories with celebrity guests, the best of classic Disney, and breaking news on Disney's latest. So put on your ears and give it a little bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Disney Blue's Disney On Demand is on the air! Now, here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blue's Disney On Demand. And after six years, countless guests, the D-Team and more, you have reached our 150th show. That's right, this week for the week of May 19th, 2016, we have reached our 150th show here at Disney On Demand. And we are showing no signs of slowing down as we're welcoming none other than the actor himself, the icon Steve Gutenberg here to the show. Yes, Steve Gutenberg, who needs no introduction. You know him from Police Academy, Short Circuit, Three Men and a Baby, Three Men and a Little Lady, The Tower of Terror Movie, The Big Green, and countless others is going to be stopping in here with all of you D-Heads this week. Steve's going to stop in, talk about his career, his love of Disney, going to the parks, being part of family entertainment, and of course, are we ever going to see that Three Men sequel and more. In addition, no show would be complete, especially for the 150th, without the D-Team. And we have the D-Team here for you with all kinds of signature segments from Disney history, The Vault, I Want to Know, The Hollywood Walk, and so much more from Aaron, Caitlin, Nathan, Paige, Randy, Jason, and Cody all stopping in here this week with their signature segments. They're going to help celebrate the 150th show because without them, there would be no show. And we have tons of news hot off the D-Wire. Yes, there is no slowing down. And we have tons of news here this week within the Disney community. From Disney Springs, the Walt Disney World Resort, Disneyland, Shanghai Disney, Marvel Entertainment, Star Wars, Rogue One, the Disney Channel, and so much more. So before I officially kick off this celebration of 150 shows as we gear up for the one and only Steve Gutenberg stopping in here this week, I do want to mention that Mickey'sTravel.com is the official sponsor of Diz Radio. And Mickey's Travel is a 100% no-fee free agency that's going to help you plan, book, and prepare and make the most magical celebration and vacation that you could possibly have for your family. From booking dining reservations, planning that trip, resort reservations, and more, Mickey's Travel is going to help you do that. They're knowledgeable, they're experts, they've been in business since 1994, and just by mentioning that you heard about them here at Diz Radio, they are going to hook you up. Yes, from lanyards, autograph books, and so much more, they're going to add that extra touch of magic just by mentioning that you heard about them here at Disney On Demand and Diz Radio. Simple as that, so check them out. Mickey'sTravel.com, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So, all VD heads, with that said, it is time to get excited. It's time to jump into the mode. It's time to watch out for policemen, robots, maybe jump into a cocoon, and hang out with three men and a little lady, and maybe just drop down from the Tower of Terror, because we're officially kicking off our 150th show for the week of May 19th, 2016. And I'll be right back, all VD heads.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone has something to celebrate. And here in the Magic Kingdom, every day is a celebration. So we invite you to join us now as we proudly present our Celebrate a Dream Come True Parade. Just watch! Picture your favorite dream! Just imagine! Oh, Gosh, I can! Me too, Mickey! Dream along with us! Time to celebrate! <laughs> come on, everyone! <laughs> come on, along, everybody! Everyone, give it a try. I got the streets to hold me down to make me fret, I'll make me fret. Hello, Jiminy! Walk a straight and narrow path, but if you start to slide, give a little whistle, give a little whistle. I hold the merry old. That's the only way to go. I want the world to go. Whistle while you work. Put on that plane and start right into whistle out of home. Your conscience be your guide. Just keep on singing all day long. Hi ho, hi ho. Give a little, give a little, give a little, give a little whistle. Watch me, everybody. I like the streets to hold me down. To make me friend, make me proud. Give a little whistle. I bet you know how to whistle, don't you? Just keep on singing all day long. Hi ho, hi ho. Celebrate the dream inside of you. My wish was to become a real boy, and my dream came true, didn't it, Jiminy? It sure did, Pano. So never stop believing in your dreams. Come, come on, celebrate, celebrate today. And now, a Disney On Demand memory. Hey gang, it's me again, Jason. Welcome back down here to the vault. 
I want to take this time not to be able to give you a Blu-ray or DVD review. I'm sorry, there's a lot to clean up around here, but I did need to take some time to stop and say happy 150th episode Disney On Demand. It's amazing, as I was counting up earlier today, how many reviews we've gone through in that 150 episodes. We are close to 100 ourselves here in the vault. So... I'll let you know when that's coming up, but I can't overshadow what's going on upstairs. Congratulations, Jonathan, on a job well done and for putting up with us. If it weren't for your patience and our wacky brand of humor, we probably would have stopped at episode 42. So from the bottom of my heart, deep down here in the vault, happy anniversary Disney On Demand. Here's to another 150 episodes more. And we look forward to giving each and every one of you D-heads something to look forward to. Bye, guys. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Move It, Shake It, Celebrated Street Party. Everyone's got something to celebrate. So we're throwing the ultimate party that celebrates everything. But what will you celebrate? A birthday? An anniversary? A family reunion? Or just a day at the Magic Kingdom? No matter what you're celebrating, we're here to celebrate you! Everybody, let's celebrate! Gutenberg, and I've enjoyed working with Disney on Three Men and a Baby, Tower of Terror, and The Big Green, and you're listening to the Disney radio station. Have a great day. It's Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. You hear that? It's the winds of change. Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you D-heads, so I am back, and I hope you enjoyed the official kickoff 
for our 150th show for the week of May 19th, 2016, as we are gearing up for all kinds of fun, some celebration, and of course, the one and only Steve Gutenberg stopping in here very shortly. We have more coming from the D-Team from Great Memories, celebrating our 150th episode, and so much more. Tons of news hot off the D-Wire, and of course, the show is going to be slightly different than you're used to. It's going to be a little more free-form here this week, just kind of a willy-nilly, have some fun, take a look back, and I hope you've been enjoying the celebration so far at six years 150 shows in and we're gearing up for the one and only steve gutenberg stopping in here very shortly as well as more from the team with aaron nathan cody page jason randy and so many others and tons of news hot off the d wire so before i jump into the news we continue with the festivities here this week i do want to mention all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show and first and foremost you can always visit our official website at dizradio.com that's d-i-z radio Com. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z radio. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can also join our DizWire Disney discussion group on Facebook as well. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and many other places. All you got to do is search Disney On Demand, Disney Blue, that's B-L-U, or Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, all of which are going to help you find our fun, magical, different kind of Disney show. And if you want to stay connected instantly as soon as the shows get released, it is really simple. All you got to do is go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio and subscribe right there. Through iTunes and Stitcher Radio, you can get the latest shows on your mobile device, your Android, your iPhone, and more ready to listen to instantly right there on your device and get the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney instantly in your ears. And that's just by subscribing through iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And remember, if you use any of these, always be sure to leave us a review. We love to see how you love the show as well. And remember, you can find all of these links and more or on our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z radio.com. So all VD has, as I mentioned, the show is going to be a little more free form here this week, a little less structured than it usually is, but we do have news that we do want to cover. So let's jump into that news hot off the D-Wire right away. And how about going to the small screen and Disney Channel's Bunked? Now, everybody loves Bunked, and of course, who doesn't? It, it revolves around summer camp. It doesn't get better than that. But how about Bunked getting ready as Xander says goodbye? Yes, May 20th brings us the season finale of Bunked, the Disney Channel show that everybody loves where it follows all the kids from Jesse into the summer vacation realm in terms of summer camp. But now they're going to find out what exactly happens to Xander in football training. They think that he's going to say goodbye completely. And how is this going to react with his one and only girlfriend in Peyton List with Emma? How is she going to handle this as well? Now the season finale is kicking off on Friday, May 20th from 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Disney Channel. Now they are going to have a variety of different uh, other elements with this, with the season finale, and everybody loves Bunk. Let's see if he gets picked up for another season because it really is a fun show. I almost like it more than Jesse. I mean, I, I sit there, I watch it with my children, they love it, and it's just, it's so much more fun. I think it's just because it is summer vacation. But let's find out exactly how it ends, Xander saying goodbye, and what's going to happen to all these children as they leave summer vacation in the season finale. Now, since we are talking about the small screen, one we've talked about a variety of times here at the show, Elena of Avalar. And now Elena of Avalar and the toys are officially coming. Yes, you can get ready this summer 
as Elena of Avalar is going to start off as a spin-off of Sophia the First. We've talked about this a variety of times here at the show, as we had Carlos Alzraki here, who voices many characters, and he's going to be a voice on Elena as well. We've also had the D-Team talking about how there's a lot of merchandise and meet-and-greets showing up at the Walt Disney World Resort, but now this is a new way to really interact with it and bring it to your home. Yes, now a great way to grab and build the audience is to have great toys as well. And these toys are going to be geared towards children ages 2 to 7, but it can go a little bit older as Elena, of course, is an older princess being 16 years of age. Now the cast is going to include Princess Isabel, Elena's younger sister, Migs, Luna, and Skylar, as well as many others. Now Disney Parks will be the first to welcome the princess inspired by the diverse Latin cultures. Now Princess Elena of Avalar will be appearing at the Walt Disney World Resort this summer and at the Disneyland Resort in the fall following her television debut. Now they are going to have a variety of different toys that are coming for everybody. Everything from dolls and educational toys as well. There's going to be a Princess Isabella doll, a royal gown, Elena doll, as well as a Skylar figure. Now they're also going to have some other ones as well with Elena Storytime Guitar, the Magical Specter of Light, and my Disney singing Elena of Avalar doll as well. So they're really getting ready to gear up for this. They have high hopes for Elena, and she is the first Disney princess, you know, on the Disney Channel of Latin culture. So it really is something that's different, fun, and she is coming to the stores very soon. Watch the Disney Channel and Disney Junior for Elena of Avalar to debut soon, and definitely check out the toy stores because I believe most of them are already rolling out in Toys R Us and many other places. Now, moving away from the Disney Channel, let's get into music, something I love. And how about Walt Disney Records celebrating 60 years? Yes, Walt Disney Records is proud to celebrate its 60th anniversary with music that has been enchanting and entertaining audiences for generations. Now, to kick off the celebration, Alan Menken is going to participate in a special event at the Grammy Museum on June 1st titled An Evening with Alan Menken, which includes a Q&A and culminates with a special performance. Now, one of the most admired and prolific musical talents of our time, the Academy Award Grammy-winning artist and Golden Globe Award winner is responsible for many Disney classics that we all know, from Part of That World, Under the Sea, Beauty and the Beast, Color of the Wind, A Whole New World, The Bells of Notre Dame, I Won't Say I'm in Love, and I See the Light. Now, to commemorate the label's milestone, 60 titles are going to be available on sale at the Apple Music Store, Amazon, and Google Play, as well as Spotify's playlist highlights as some of the most beloved musical classics, from current hits to classic television shows, theme parks, and more. Now, let me tell you, I love the artwork for this one, because the 60th anniversary, it's retro, yet hip, yet fun. Now, the selected albums and tracks are going to represent numerous key releases that have been important to the label and the Walt Disney Company, such as Someday My Prince Will Come from Snow White, When You Wish Upon a Star, The Ballad of Davy Crockett, as well as Monkey's Uncle by Annette Funicello. They're going to have Mary Poppins as well, and, you know, you got to have it with Mary Poppins. They're also going to have Frozen, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Finding Nemo, Inside Out, and more. Now, the special 60th anniversary commemorative artwork was designed, as I was just speaking about how cool it is, UK-based graphic artist Stephen Wilson. Now, celebrating the 60 years, Walt Disney Records has set the standard as a leader in family audio entertainment. Now, the label has earned more than 300 gold, platinum, and multi-platinum awards from the RIAA and several of its releases, ranking among the top-selling singles and soundtracks of all time. Now, some of these to celebrate, they do have a 10-inch Mickey Mouse Club vinyl picture disc, with side A having Mickey Mouse Club March, and side B having the Mickey Mouse Club All a Matter. 
So these are great. You can find out more about them at the Disney Music Emporium at DisneyMusicEmporium.com or also on Facebook.com slash Disney Music Emporium for more. Now, continuing on here with news, if it seems like I'm talking fast, that's just because I'm excited. You know, 150 episodes here, 155 guests over the course of six years, countless team segments, lots of news. I just want to breeze through the news here this week for all of you D-heads. And how about Typhoon Lagoon celebrating Grad Night and it's all set, ready to go. Yes, Grad Night, a long-running Walt Disney World tradition, is being reincarnated as an event at the resort's Typhoon Lagoon water park next year. The after-hours separate ticket event is tailored towards high school seniors that started in 1972, the first spring that the Magic Kingdom was open. It ran there annually through 2011, with the exception of a one-year stint at Disney's Hollywood Studios in 2009. Now, as they have officially released part of the Walt Disney World Resort, Andrea Finger, the Walt Disney World spokeswoman, she said, We are always looking for ways to help guests celebrate their special milestones, and we know our guests like to celebrate their high school graduation at the Walt Disney World Resort. With this in mind, we are reimagining this special event and introducing a new way for high school seniors to celebrate their achievements with friends and classmates. Now, in its day, Grad Night featured many big-name musical acts and performers, from Cool and the Gang, Casey and the Sunshine Band, as well as Backstreet Boys, New Kids on the Block, Destiny's Child, and more. Now, getting ready as well for the final days of the Walt Disney World Grand Night, they're going to have Pete Wentz and many others. Well, now next year, if you are gearing up to be a senior in high school next year, Grad Night is kicking off at Typhoon Lagoon, and it's being reimagined next year. They're bringing back the celebration with Grad Night. So with that said, all VD heads, like I said, I am keeping news relatively short here this week because we have lots of fun, lots of celebrating. I'm keeping it a, a pretty much a free-form show here this week, so we have a lot of fun things coming up yet. We have more from the D-Team with Aaron, Nathan, Cody, Paige, Jason, Randy, everybody else that's part of the team as we're celebrating 150 episodes. Yes, 155 guests, six years. So before I release the reins here and continue on with the celebration and some special nuggets, that we have coming up very shortly. I do want to mention that Diz Radio is probably sponsored by Mickey's Travel. And Mickey's Travel is 100% no-fee free agency that's going to help you plan, book, and prepare and make the most magical vacation that you could possibly have at the Walt Disney World Resort. From booking those dining reservations, character meet and greets, getting to the resort, your tickets, and more, they are going to help you every step of the way and make it the most magical, including even setting up your fast passes. And just by mentioning that you heard about them here at Diz Radio, yes, I always say it, they're going to hook you up. From lanyards, autograph books, and so much more, they are going to hook you up, make it magical, and give you those little bit of extras just by mentioning that you heard about them here at Diz Radio. So definitely check them out. They're knowledgeable and experts, been around since 1994. Mickey'sTravel.com, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So all of you D-heads, with that said, I am going to jump right back into the celebration here. Jump back into the fun. We have Steve Gutenberg from Three Men and a Baby, Tower of Terror, The Big Green, and so much more stopping in here. We have more from the D-team, but first, 150 shows, 155 guests. I'm going to take a step back here, and I'm going to leave you with something that's a little bit of a retrospective, just a hint of some of those past guests that we've had over the last six years. I hope you enjoyed all of you D-Heads, and without you, there would be no show. So let's press on for show number 150 for the week of May 19th, 2016.
Hey, D-heads, you're listening to Disney On Demand, a new kind of Disney show. Hi, this is Bill Farmer, the voice of Goofy. Hey, this is John Morris, Andy from the Toy Story trilogy. Hi, this is Bruce Barksleitner. You may know me as Tron. Greetings from your old voice actor pal, Corey Burton. <laughs> Hello, this is Haley Mills. This is Rolly Crump, a Disney Imagineer. Hello there, Dreamfinder here. Hi, this is Don Wells, Marianne on Gilligan Valley. This is Genevieve from Disney Junior's Choo Choo Soul. Hi, this is Dave Thomas. Hi, this is Kimberly J. Brown from Halloween Town. Hey, this is Eric Kramer from Good Luck Charlie. And- hey, everybody, this is Lee Aaronburg, Grumpy from ABC's Once Upon a Time. Hello, kitties, it's me, John Kassir. The voice of the Crypt Keeper. Okay, system's rolling. Testing, one, two, three. This is Jerry Reese. I've just finished eight... Eight... <laughs> Take two. <laughs> this is Jerry Reese. I've just finished a session with Jonathan on... My husband's closing the door. Hold on until he's done. Hi, this is Dina Waters from the Haunted Mansion. Hi, this is Leanna Creel, uh, formerly Tori Scott. I guess not formerly. Like, can we do it again? <laughs> I still am. It's still going on. Oh, wait, can I start again? Hi, this is Leanna Creel, otherwise known as Tori Scott from Saved by the Bell. Hello, this is Larry Bagby, and I was Ice, or Ernie, but Ice from Hocus Pocus. Hi, this is Jerry Mather, the Beaver from Leave it to Beaver. Hey there, this is Jason Hampton, originally from the new Mickey Mouse Club. You might remember the party. Hello. This is Helen Reddy. Hi, this is Cal David, the voice of Sunny Eclipse. Hi, this is Richard Carr. Hi, this is Tom McLaughlin. Maybe you know me as Captain Star. This is Suzanne Blakesley, the voice of Lady Tremaine, Maleficent, the Evil Queen and Hag, Cruella DeVille, and Mary Poppins. Hi, I'm Robbie Benson, the author of I'm Not Dead Yet and also The Beast. Hey, you guys, it's Kristen Fairley, the voice of Little Bear and uh, from the series Road to Avalon. Hey, everybody out there, this is Jim Cummings, and you're going, who is that guy? Well, I'm the masked voice behind... Oh, I don't know. Winnie the Pooh, Tigger Two, Darkwing Duck, and a few others. Hey, this is Danny Woodburn from Crash and Bernstein. Hey, this is Jody Sweet. Hello, this is Bill Cobb. Hi, this is Claudia Christian. Hey, this is Beaver Bader. Hi, everybody, this is Greg Trips. You're all pal from Whose Line Is It Anyway? This is Bruce Broughton. Uh, this is Art LaFleur. Hi, this is Eve Gordon from Honey We Shrunk Ourselves. Hi, this is Paul Candell. Hey, this is Ken Cody. Hi, this is MC Gay from... This is Ken Page, and I'm the voice of Oogie Boogie. Hi, this is April Winchell. Hey, this is Michael Leon Woolley, the voice of Louis the Alligator. Hallelujah! Hello, this is Shanta Bell, the co-author of The Elf on the Shelf. Hey, this is Luke Edwards from Newsies. Hello, this is Kevin McDonald from Kids in the Hall. I was also in Lilo and Stitch, which was more fun than Kids in the Hall, but don't tell the Kids in the Hall that. Hi, this is Mike Purcell, voice of the Small Land Transit Authority. Hi, this is Katie Von Till, the current voice of Disney Snow White. Hi. Puppeteer and author Noel McNeil. Hi, this is Big Apple Cool Runner. Hi, this is Bruce Reiterman. I was the voice of Mowgli in the Jungle Book. This is Raphael Sparge from Once Upon a Time. Hi, this is Alicia Berlin. You know me from High School Musical and Halloween Town. Hi. This is Susan Bennett, the original voice of Siri. Hi, I'm Stephen Anthony Lawrence. Eames from Even Stevens. Hi, this is Dora Birch uh, from Hocus Pocus. Hi, this is Rob Paulson, better known to you guys as. This is Robert Keown. Hi, this is Rip Taylor. Could you pee? Could you die? And you're listening to Disney On Demand. <laughs> Rip Taylor said so. Disney On Demand yourself. Hi, this is Mark Elliott. And now, our feature presentation. Hi, everybody. This is Pat Carroll. I am so glad you're listening to Disney On Demand. And as Ursula would say, 
Life's full of tough choices. <laughs> Don't forget, keep listening to Disney On Demand. Touchstone Pictures presents Tom Selleck, Steve Gutenberg, Ted Danson. Jack! Angeline, oh, you look different. What happened? I'm dressed. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Three incredibly eligible men hoping to meet some incredibly perfect women. So many women in so, so little so time. time. Now, at last, they're about to find that one girl who will sweep them off their feet. <laughs> That's a baby. It's a baby. Of course it's a baby. It's your baby. No. It's not my baby, it's Jack's baby. The child doesn't look anything like me. I have more hair. Well, I want to see the way you three big guys handle this one. I had to go to three different places, buy four different kinds of formula, two different kinds of diapers, bottles, towels, nipples. You do realize she did a doodle. Doodle, doodle, yes, doodle. You haven't been able to work or to sleep. And there's been oh. all over this place for days. I build 50-story skyscrapers. I assemble cities of the future. I can certainly put together a diaper. Will somebody please tell me what the hell is going on around here? Figure it out for yourself. Are they always this strange? Yes, since they got involved with another woman. Touchstone Pictures presents three normally intelligent men and one little girl. So, uh, what do you want to do? They're about to discover the only thing worse than raising her... Oh, no, no, please, not on the silk sheets! ...is losing her. We should be her family. And let me tell you, the first time you hear the word daddy, I don't care who you are, your heart just melts. Can you drive a little faster, please? Touchstone Pictures presents a comedy about three dedicated bachelors and the one woman in the world they couldn't live without. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. I hate to leave you, but I really must say good night, sweetheart. Good night. Three men and a baby. I think she did a doodle. Your turn to change her. I'll give you a thousand dollars if you'll do it. You have questions, we have answers. Let's dip our hands into the virtual mailbag and uncover the truth in I Want to Know. Hey, D-Heads, this is Aaron, and it's time again for another installment of I Want to Know. It's hard to believe we're on show 150. Congratulations to Jonathan and the rest of the D-Team. It's been a fun ride. But, special thanks to all you D-heads out there. You're the reason we do the show. Now let's go on to show 200. Well, the virtual mailbag is full, so let's reach in and see what questions we have for this week. Our first question is from Jeff from Georgia, and he writes, My question for you is about That's So Raven. Since you all cover newer Disney stuff, I heard Jonathan mention last week it's coming to Freeform. How many episodes were there, and how many seasons? Also, whatever happened to Corey or his dad? Are they in anything new? Thank you for the help, and I'm excited for this show to come back to reruns. Well, That's So Raven debuted on the Disney Channel on January 17, 2003, and ended its run on November 10, 2007. The show was set in San Francisco and revolved around teenager... Raven Baxter, played by Raven Simone, her friends Eddie and Chelsea, her family members, mother 
Tanya Baxter, Father Victor Baxter, and Brother Corey. The title character drew on her psychic powers, ingenuity, and talent as a fashion designer, as well as a variety of disguises to get into and out of amusing adolescent and pre-adolescent situations. It's the first show in Disney Channel history to make the 100 episode mark. It ran for four seasons. Kyle Massey, who played Corey Baxter, played the same character in Corey in the House. Massey starred in the Disney original movie Life is Rough, and he also released several rap songs for Walt Disney Records and Hollywood Records. He provided the voice of Milo in the Disney animated series Fish Hooks and was a runner-up on the 11th season of ABC's Dancing with the Stars. He was in the movie Beethoven's Christmas Adventure in 2011 and Senior Project in 2014. He had a reoccurring role in the TV show Gotham in 2014 and Being Mary Jane in 2015. Rondell Sheridan, who played Victor Baxter, also reprised his role in Cory in the House. He doesn't he hasn't really done much since then. He's done some guest roles on various shows, but that's about it. Well, I sure am glad to see them rerunning some of these great Disney shows. Our next question is from Helen F. of Oklahoma City, and she writes, I've been looking for a movie for some time now, and I just don't know what it is, even if it's Disney or not. Maybe you can help. The movie I'm looking for had a little boy. I think he may have run away or something, and a guy driving a wagon was looking after him. In the end, he went back home for whatever reason. I think he may have even have sold some peanuts in the film for money and rode trick horses. I am remembering this from my childhood, seeing it on TV, so any thoughts? I know it's not much to go off of. Well, I think the movie you're referring to is called Toby Tyler in 10 Weeks with the Circus. The film was released on January 21st, 1960. It's based on the 1880 children's book Toby Tyler or 10 Weeks with the Circus by James Otis Kaler. It stars several actors best known for their work on the two pioneering Disney television shows of the late 50s. Kevin Corcoran, better known as Moochie, from the Spin and Marty serials on Mickey Mouse Club, and of course he was in Old Yeller, and Zorro co-stars Henry Calvin and Gene Sheldon, except Sheldon speaks in this movie. This was shot at the Golden Oaks Ranch in Newhall, California. The film aired repeatedly on Walt Disney's anthology television series. The movie starts with his stern uncle Daniel describing him as a millstone, and 10-year-old Toby Tyler runs away from his foster home to join the circus. There he soon befriends Mr. Stubbs, a chimpanzee. However, the circus is in all fun and games. His employee, Harry Tupper, the candy vendor, is cruel and greedy. He convinces Toby that his Aunt Olive and Uncle Daniel don't love him or want him back and hides their letters. Toby resigns himself to circus life, even scoring himself a much bigger role. When he discovers, with the help of Mr. Stubbs, 
that Harry lied to him about his aunt and uncle, he departs the circus for home. Mr. Stubbs follows him and Toby decides to take the chimp home with him. Soon after though, Mr. Stubbs is chased by a hunter's dog. The hunter, Jim Weaver, accidentally shoots Mr. Stubbs just as Harry arrives to haul Toby back to the circus. Back at the circus, Toby finds his aunt and uncle in attendance, leading to a tearful reunion. When Harry tries to pursue Toby, he's obstructed by Ben, who confronts him for tampering with Toby's mail and warm, warns him to leave him alone. Joyfully, just before Toby's performance, with his family in attendance, he discovers that Mr. Stubbs has survived his wounds, having been brought back to the circus by Jim. Relieved, Toby begins his performance on horseback, only to have Mr. Stubbs jump, jump back down from the trapeze to join him, thus creating a wonderful new act for the circus. Well, I sure hope this is a movie you were thinking about. I hadn't thought about this movie in years. Well, our final question is from Mickey R., and she writes, Disney On Demand? I have a question about the big green. As a soccer mom now, I thought this film was fun. Can it be picked up on DVD anywhere? Also, are there any other Disney-related soccer movies that exist that I don't know of? I think someone told me there was a horse or donkey one, or an older live-action one. Thank you for the help, Aaron. Well, The Big Green is a hilarious movie. I love the Misfit sports movies. It was released on DVD on May 4, 2004. It's readily available at Walmart and on Amazon. The other movie you're thinking of is called Gus, which is about a mule who kicks soccer balls but learns to be a field goal kicker on a football team. It's one of my favorites and it stars Don Knotts. And of course, who could forget Air Bud World Up? Well, D-Heads, that concludes another installment of I Want to Know. Thanks for the great questions and keep them coming. Send all your questions or comments to Aaron, E-R-I-N, at DizRadio.com. Make sure to include your name and city so I can give you credit. And remember, D-Heads, laughter is timeless, imagination has no age, and dreams are forever. We'll see you next week, D-Heads. Our dealings with stressed envelope to Davis and Kirk. Right down that piece. came to pick up the Disney gang from their exercise class, and we're headed to my place to watch tonight's feature. Hello, I'm Michael Eisner, head of the Walt Disney Company. It's nice to see the gang working out. I'm so glad they're so health conscious. Yeah! Looking good, Mickey. Keep that old heart pumping. Thanks, Michael! Feels great! And Minnie, boy, do you look great, too. Wow, Goofy, I'm really impressed. I didn't know you were a power lifter. Oh, Michael, man, he's only 350 pounds, no big deal. Great. Well, when you guys are all ready, we'll go out and get dinner and then go to the house to watch the feature. Did you say dinner? Hosta la vista, Michael. Oh. I guess Arnold Schwarzenegger has nothing to worry about. <laughs> 
And now, a Disney On Demand memory. Hey there, D-Heads. Paige here coming from the Magic Kingdom on my way out from a fantastic evening with all my friends. Unfortunately, I didn't have any time to get a segment done this week for the Magical Music Review as I was moving. But I did just start my job at Star Tours this week, and I'm having a blast. Our guest this week comes from the movie that was inspired by the Tower of Terror, and I'm happy to share the part that the film inspiration came from. I hope you all have enjoyed this show, and I can't believe we are on our 150th show. Thank you for being here for so many shows and for so many more. We would not have the show without you. So, shout out to the D-Team, and I'll be back next week. Have a great rest of your week, D-Heads, and until next time, see ya! Hey again, D-Heads. Welcome to another installment of This Week in Disney History. 
I'm Nathan and ready to take you through another segment's worth of historical Disney facts and potential trivia. 150. So many episodes under our belts this week. Let's get going on another milestone for Diz Radio with show number 150. So with that said, let's begin. Kicking off this week, let's begin with this week's quote coming from our Uncle Walt himself again. Why be a governor or a senator when you can be the king of Disneyland? And also, it's Diz Radio throwback time for this week in Diz Radio history, with show number 112 from 2015 featuring Mike Gabriel of many classic Disney flicks as an animator, director, and writer. Mike worked on Pocahontas, Rescuers Down Under, Wreck-It Ralph, Fox and the Hound, and Oliver and Company to name a few. Jump back and check it out with us today and the D-Team for a fantastic interview. Now, starting out this week, let's begin in 1939, when Disney's Donald Duck short, Donald's Cousin Gus, is released. Donald's Cousin Gus arrives with an inexhaustible appetite and a bottomless stomach. On this very same day, Donald's Cousin Gus becomes the very first cartoon broadcast on an American TV station, NBC's experimental station, W2XBS. In 1946, Walt Disney and his wife Lillian arrived in St. Louis, Missouri after a brief stop in Walt's boyhood town of Marceline, Missouri. They have traveled to St. Louis in order to attend an awards ceremony being held the next day. In 1960, Disney's Pollyanna, starring Haley Mills, is released, and with this being her first Disney film and American film debut, she will earn an Academy Award. In 1963, Walt Disney again visits St. Louis, Missouri to tour the Gateway Arch area, which has been under construction since February. He discusses the proposed Riverfront Square with James P. Hickok, who is the president of Civic Center Redevelopment Corporation, and he's been invited to participate in the development of the Missouri tourist attraction and is considering St. Louis as the location for his next quote-unquote Disneyland Park. In 1968, Disney's animated The Jungle Book is released in Hong Kong. Moving on to 1984, Clarence Ducky Nash, the voice of Donald, leaves Donald's footprints in cement at the Chinese Theater in Hollywood, California. In 1998, The Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars is released, which was released by Walt Disney Home Video but not created by them. In 1990, The Little Mermaid became the 10th Walt Disney classic to be released on video. In 1991, Jim Henson's Muppet Vision 3D officially opens at the Disney MGM Studios theme park at Disney World. The attraction is housed in a 500-plus seat multimedia 3D theater, and it's located in a further back area expansion of the Backlot Annex. In 1993, the summary episode of Full House premieres the gang going to Disney World in part two of The House Meets the Mouse. In 1994, Disney's Aladdin, The Return of Jafar, which is the sequel to Aladdin, is released direct-to-video. In 2000, Disney's animated dinosaur film is released in the United States and set 65 million years ago during the late Cretaceous period. The film follows the adventures of an iguanodon named Aladar, who is separated from his own species and herd when a carnotaur allows an iguanodon nest to be robbed. In 2001, the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library and Museum in California features Walt Disney, The Man and His Magic, which is an exhibit about Walt. In 2010, today is Turtle Day at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Held at Rafiki's Planet Watch, guests can learn about turtles and tortoises. Sorry. 
and what they can do to protect them and their habitats. And we're going to end this week in Disney History D-Heads with a lot of birthdays around the Disney company. We're going to start them out this week with Disney legend Joe Grant, who was found by Walt for his excellent animation of celebrity lookalikes and portrayals, and later on went to help animate early Disney full-length feature films such as Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Moving on to David Krumholtz, who was the witty and sarcastic head elf Bernard in the Santa Claus series. Taylor Holmes, the voice of Sleeping Beauty's King Stefan, was born in a whopping 1872 today. Moving on to Ralph Wright, who was the Disney writer and director, and also famously voiced everyone's favorite honest opinion animal Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Disney legend, playwright, producer, and lyricist Howard Ashman is born. Actor Fred Shields, who is the narrator of Saludos Amigos and the Three Caballeros, is born in Kansas City, Missouri. Nathaniel Parker, who played Master Gracie in 2003's Disney's The Haunted Mansion flick, is born. And ending birthdays this week with Judge Reinhold, who played Neil Miller in the Santa Claus series, being born. Well, D-Heads, that's all again for this week in Disney history. Thanks for sticking around for 150. I hope you enjoyed and learned something new you maybe didn't know through all of them. And uh, feel free to email me at Nathan at DizRadio.com. I hope to see you guys for 150 more. And as always, have a great week and see you real soon. I'm very curious. <laughs> those magical journeys from your lifetime of Disney. See? Wow! It's Disney On Demand! Dibs! Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. Okay, I'm convinced. And a little disgusted. All right, all of you D-heads, so I am back, and I hope you've been enjoying our 150th show. For the week of May 19th, 2016, we've had all kinds of fun throughout the show here this week, from the D-team stopping in here, as well as upcoming, we have none other than Steve Gutenberg. Yes, from Cocoon, Three Men and a Baby, Police Academy, The Big Green, Tower of Terror, and so much more. Stopping in here as well, as we culminate with six years, 150 shows. And with that, all of you D-heads, as you've heard throughout the entire show, show so far this week. It is a little bit different, a little more free form here this week as the D-team stopping in with signature segments. They're giving you their look back at being part of the show for the last 150 episodes and more. So I figured it's my time to stop in here and chat a little bit. I've already given you the news. I've given you the rundown.
rundown of everything going on within the Disney company, but I didn't really get that chance to talk to you about the 150th show. Now, Diz Radio, as you may know or may not know, has culminated over the last six years. Now, it originally started all the way back in 2010 as an official website for Disney Blu-ray and DVD. Yes, that was the entire intent for the website, for the podcast, and more. All we were going to do is focus on Disney Blu-rays and DVD, hence the Disney Blue. Ever since then, it has always stuck. But we continue to evolve and grow and move. And looking back at some of these guests, there are so many guests that we have had the pleasure to have on here from the all-new Mickey Mouse Club, Ed Asner, uh, Margaret Carey, Michael Leon Woolley, Alan Young. Come on, you can't go wrong with Scrooge McDuck, Rick Taylor. I mean, the list goes on and on with all the guests that we have had the pleasure of having here on the show. Over 155 guests in 150 shows. Even going far back as having, you know, uh, John Heater and Thomas Ian Nicholas live on the set while filming Walt Before Mickey. I mean, these guests go on and they have fantastic stories to tell. Now that's going to lead me to not going on and on about the guests we've had because you've been listening to the show. You know exactly what it's like to have these guests on the show. But what I never really share is there is all kinds of fun and hijinks and lots of things that happen before you actually hear that interview. Many times I'm talking with these guests, they're stopping in, and we're talking before we actually record. There's always some kind of fun banter behind scenes or, you know, outtakes or bloopers. You would be surprised at how many of these iconic people that stop in here the show, you know, have trouble doing a Disney station ID that you hear here on the show. You would be surprised sometimes how they fumble, they're not sure what they're doing, or some of the stories that we talk about that I can't even air. They are fantastic fantastic stories and you know some of these that you know really are truly heartfelt as you look at Robbie Benson the voice of the beast now when he was on our show looking way back here you know back to like 2012 he was a fantastic guest here at the show now he stopped in talk about a variety of different stuff from his you know heart surgeries his new book all kinds of items like that the thing is he is a true family man. That is the biggest thing. He is a huge family man. So not only in the 45 minutes that you heard here on the show, him and I talked for close to about two hours about the importance of family and being together and making those memories as a family and being a father and a mother and siblings. And it was so enriching and just something that I still take away to this day because it was one of the most fantastic off-air interviews that we continue the conversation that just makes you really like these guests so much more. So now when I watch Beauty and the Beast, I'm always thinking of that conversation that I had with Robbie just about family and friends and faith, the importance of life, and all of those little elements. I mean, it's amazing. And going through these guests, you never know which one is going to touch you, the D-heads. That, for me, is always fun. Back in 2013, we had a guest on here that you all know, Clopa. Yes, from the Hunchback of Notre Dame, we had Mr. Paul Kandel here at the show. Well, surprisingly enough, many of our guests are always connected to you, D-Heads. You send me emails every single week about the guests, memories you've had with it, so much more, which I gotta say, please direct some of those emails to our Facebook page as well, because the team would love to interact with you. Not saying I don't appreciate all the emails, but, you know, the team would love to interact too. But getting back to Paul Kandel, it was 
fantastic. He was a fun interview, truly humble person, really loved being part of the show. But he really connected with one of our listeners, Emily. She just found this interview. She listened to it and loves it. It is her all-time favorite Disney character, Disney Broadway production, and she loves it. She went as far as to handwrite a letter to us here at the show. Yes, on Twitter, she handwrote an actual letter on paper, old-fashioned, not an email, and asked if we could get Paul back here on the show. We did everything we could to get him back on and make her dream come true, make her day, because he has really touched her life. So many different elements. I'm not going to get into it here, but it meant a lot to her. So much so, we finally got Paul back here on the show, and she literally emailed us, wrote us another letter. She was in tears that we reached out and went ahead and made this happen just for a listener. It was one of those items like that that truly make it magical here at the show. We do this show for you. We bring these guests to you because they've all played parts in all of our lives. I mean, it doesn't make a difference who it is. Even if it's somebody you're not familiar with, somebody who you're like, I'm not sure who that person is, or maybe it's from something from the Disney Channel now and you're an older D-head out there. It's still playing a part in maybe your child's lives or the young D-heads who are up and coming. Now, with these guests, though, as I'm saying, there's so many that are truly memorable. And there's some that are still, to this day, some of my absolute favorites. I mean, Mark Elliott. Who cannot enjoy sitting down and chatting with the voice of Disney? It doesn't get easier than that. I mean, it's fantastic. And Mark has so many stories to tell. I felt bad that we actually tapped out his interview at an hour because we were on the phone for hours and it was fantastic. Mark has so many stories to tell about being the voice of Disney, all the memories that he has and more. And that's also going to lead me to somebody where you never know where you're going to have that friendship, that partnership, that little nugget that really does catch. And let's talk about our annual guest here at the show. Yes, Mr. Larry Bagby. Can we say it? Ding, 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 ding. Stop and pay the toll. Yes, we all know Larry Bagby. You all know him from Hocus Pocus and Walk the Line. But of course, we all know him as Ice, Ernie, from Hocus Pocus. And back in 2012, during our Halloween, our not-so-scary Halloween celebration, we had Larry here on the show, and he was fantastic. He was a fun guest, loved taking that trip down memory lane, and ever since then, Larry has truly enjoyed our show. He loves Disney On Demand, and he is a part of our show like no other. For all of you D-heads out there who may not know or are newcomers here, he is one of those reoccurring guests. Now, you may go through uh, all of our guests here, and we don't really have a lot of returning guests. We try to keep it new, keep it fresh, always somebody different. But Larry has stopped in every year during our not-so-scary Halloween celebration. He always stops by every single year. We find new things to talk about, fun stories that he has to tell, and he even stopped in during summer one year when we did Summerween, which we are going to be doing again here this year. So get ready for that. But he stopped in for our Summerween, our Halloween in summer episode as well. Now, to trump all of that, because Larry has stopped in over the years since 2013, I do have to say he's also brought Tobias in on this as well. Yes, Tobias Jelenic, who you also know as Jay. Yes, it is hilarious because now the two bullies are always reoccurring guests 
here at the show. They're always full of fun, excitement, make it fun. I mean, and now both of them tag team it together and call in together here, so it's always a fun romp. And it's those kind of guests that end up being part of the show. It's those kind of guests that really make Diz Radio magical. They bring that magic, they bring the memories, and they just make it all happen. And I know I'm rambling here for all of you D-heads, but it's 150 shows, six years in the Disney podcast realm, Disney broadcast radio realm. It is entirely new and just defeating the odds because we're always maintaining that consistency of moving above and beyond. New guests, new D-team, and I gotta say, the D-team really does make it happen. I have to say that because the D-team is truly what makes this show this show. I mean, they are the ones that make this show happen. I mean, if it wasn't for the D-team, it would be me rambling in like I am right now, which I have a lot of thoughts and a lot of ways I could go from doing my own version of movie reviews to so much more. But instead, I leave that to the D-team. But as I'm saying here, D-heads, you make the show happen as well. You are the reason we are here for 150 shows. You are the reason we're here six years later, continuing to bring you this magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney. You are the reason that we make it all happen. You are the reason that we continue to do this. You are the reason that we want to bring this magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney. So I thank you, the D-heads, for getting us to 150 shows. So with that, I'm going to stop my rambling here. We still have more show, more of the D-team stopping in, and coming up, we have none other than Steve Gutenberg. Yes, Steve Gutenberg, Tower of Terror, The Big Green, and any other movie. He needs no introduction. We all know Steve Gutenberg, but he's going to be stopping in here very shortly to talk with me about many different things, possible Three Men sequels, as well as his love of Disney, and so much more. So get ready as Steve Gutenberg's going to be stopping in here. And with that, I'm going to leave you with something that's a little bit different, maybe something some of you have never heard. Back in 2010, April of 2010, we had a promo that put out. Because when we first started here at Diz Radio, we were part of SR Sounds. And we had all kinds of fun. We had a live show every single week during the middle of the day. Yes, Diz Radio used to be live, not just a podcast. How about that? We had a live show every single week. And to gear up for that live show before episode one here at Disney On Demand... We had a fun little, I guess, promo. And this is something that many of you may not remember hearing, or you got to go back six years. So hopefully you had a chance to hear this, and it would play live to promo that we were coming in just under a week or two. So this was our promo. I'm going to leave it with you. Completely different, and I will say it also set the stage to know that Diz Radio was going to be something different out there, something new, something magical, and we hope that we're still doing that for you at 150 shows strong. So with that, D-Heads, I'm going to release the reins here to more of the team, and when I come back, I'm going to have Steve Gutenberg here, and happy 150 of the show. You, the D-Heads, you, the D-Team, really do make that happen. His story began as a typical Hollywood tale. With little more than $40 and a dream, Walt Disney's future awaited. It wasn't long before Walt's innovative imagination began enchanting the world. Through the animated characters and films he inspired, Walt Disney showed us that dreams really do come true.
back in time with another bit. just isn't a new way to watch movies. It's a way to experience them. By connecting your Blu-ray player to the internet, you can access the Disney BD Live Network. If you like DVD, you may want to see this. Then Disney Blu-ray in high definition Hold. Speak. We'll blow you away. And when I spent my last red cent, she tossed me overboard. At first you think Cruella is a devil. But after time has worn away the shock. We make them grow, voila. That's life. Enjoy. From the magic within our hearts to the adventure beyond the horizon, there is only one Disney. Well, welcome to Disney Blues Disney on Demand with your host, Jonathan Johnson. In a place like Elma, that's a code red. A little news. I'm the new teacher. No way. Can be a big event. Don't waste your time with us. I can break the whole ABCs. We're losers. And just one person. Well, why don't we just try something else? Can make a world of difference. Why'd you let her do that? Walt Disney Pictures presents... This is a soccer ball. The story of the worst soccer team... We don't play soccer. ...to ever hit the field. Oh, you're showing such potential. Is that the team we're playing? They got little kids and girls on the team. Their goalie is starting to see things. I'm not feeling so good about this. Their captain wants to quit. Could we get out of here? This is embarrassing. And even their newest player... I'm your man! ...is shooting blanks. Uh. We go for the kill. But playing for the smallest town in the state... He's running goat! ...is about to become... They're nothings from nowhere. We're not the nothings from nowhere. We're the Alma nothings. The biggest kick of their lives. Uh. What's that? Take come on, come on.
And now, a Disney On Demand memory. Hey there, D-heads, it's Nathan. I was just stopping in and wanting to do a little blurb about our 150th. Just that number alone, 150, in relation to a weekly show that has been sticking around since 2010, um, and me sticking around since episode 78, which was back in 2014, I myself am just two months shy of being around for two years on the show, and when I really think about that, like, show number 78, I've been there for 72 episodes, that's 72 guests, with a combination of guests and uh, a few round tables here and there with the team, um... It's just, it's crazy. There's so many great Disney podcasts out there, and I feel like everybody has their own calling card, if you want to say that, their own signature on the Disney community, and I'm just really blown away by the caliber of show that, you know, we have, and going 150 strong, that's just, that's crazy. We've done a lot in six years, and I've been around for approximately half of it, and uh, hope to be around for a lot longer, but... Um, shameless plug time, since I am the history guy. You guys should jump back to, uh, July of 2014 and check out show number 78 and prepare for a few laughs, because when you get to my segment, it's, uh, it's kind of laughable because it was a very rough entry for me into the, uh, podcasting world, and I do repeat quite a few stats and history items a few times, which, uh, didn't get cut out properly. So it's good for a laugh, but also great for jumping back and checking out my first guest um, with the guys, which was Stephen Anthony Lawrence from uh, Even Stevens and Cheaper by the Dozen. So it's a really good one. You should you should check it out. But since then, I mean, just the ones that I've been around for, because I will admit I'm still trying to catch up on number 77 and prior to that. I mean, some of the people just, you know, going up the list that we've had, we've had Alicia Rulin from the High School Musical series, Richard Karn from Home Improvement, Family Feud, Last Man Standing, um, Larry Bagby's been around a few times from Hocus Pocus and uh, a few other series. Uh, let's see. Kimberly J. Brown from the Halloween Town franchise. Greg Benson, he's, uh, if you guys have ever seen him before, he, or rem- recall him from our episode, he's, uh, pretty famous on YouTube for just doing, uh, random funny comedy skits and stuff like that, but he also does, uh, cell phone crashing at various locations, one of which, uh, is Disneyland, and it's really funny, he kind of just sits down next to a, a, uh, patron and then basically responds to their phone call that they're having out loud, it's pretty, pretty funny, but I mean, just the caliber of people we've had. I mean, like, you know, Don Wells, Rick Goldschmidt, Helen Reddy, Mark Elliott, the voice of Disney, um, Rip Taylor, Bradley Pierce, Christine Lakin, for all you step-by-step fans out there, and she did a bunch of voiceover work, too, which is really cool. Dan Shore, for all you Tron guys. Rich Collins. Surely some of you out there probably have kiddos young enough to remember Imagination Movers are still currently. They're still going strong. They had a huge concert uh, last year, if I recall correctly. And the legendary Ed Asner. I mean, I feel like I'm shamelessly plugging the show here, but just... I mean, I'm the history guy. I gotta go through the history and uh, retell it, you know? But anyways... I'm just really honored to be around for 150, and it's still an astounding number to me, and 
Who knows, in a few years, at the rate we're going, I might be given a 300th episode blurb. But, anyways, thank you guys, because without all you guys, we wouldn't have a show. We'd be talking to nobody, and we love hearing from you guys, we love hearing feedback and everything like that, so keep the show going strong, and we appreciate all the support that we get, and if it weren't for the D-heads like you, um... Like I said, we wouldn't have a show. So thank you, listeners, and your families, and everything like that. And I will catch you on the next one. Alright. When I was but a schoolboy, I dreamed I would grow tall. And man, it made me crabby that a crab could be so small. When this I tell my teacher, she say, but don't you see that each and every creature is exactly how they should be. She said, we all are special from jellyfish to king. We all do different things. And with that, she'd start to sing. You got to be you. I got to be me. It's simple, but true. What else could you do? Who else could you be? You got your own style. Now let it come true. And remember, no matter what, you got to be you. those projectors and look at this week's Hollywood Walk.
Yes, hello everybody, it's Cody, I'm back, it's good to be back, I'm sorry I missed last week, but I'm here to bring you another installment of this week's Hollywood Walk, where we get to know this week's special guest, Steve Gutenberg, just a little bit better, and we're just going to jump right in here, because he's been in the business for about four decades now, so we've got a lot to cover, a lot of exciting stuff, so why don't we go right ahead here, Steve Robert Gutenberg, born August 24th, 1958, from Brooklyn, New York. He graduated from Plain Edge High School in 1976. During high school, he also attended a summer program at the Juilliard School where he studied under John Houseman and won a role in an off-Broadway production of The Lion in Winter. And not wasting any time, right after high school graduation, he moved to California to pursue his acting career. He left for LA with $300 in his pocket, salami from his mother, and his father's briefcase, as he recounts. Within weeks, he was cast in a Kentucky Fried Chicken commercial playing opposite of the legendary Colonel Sanders. As mentioned, his film career has spanned for nearly four decades, and in that time, he has served as an actor, director, writer, and producer. He actually owns his own production company called Mr. Kirby Productions, so keep an eye out for that when you're watching films and you'll know who's behind it. And Mr. Kirby Productions is named after Gerald J. Kirby, which was Steve's high school drama teacher, so that's a nice tip of the hat from him there. Gutenberg's first credit, after an uncredited part in the film Roller Coaster, was the starring role in the 1977 California high school comedy The Chicken Chronicles. The picture was set in Beverly Hills in the spring of 1969. It was not a huge big box office success, but it did become a cult classic after a while. In 1980, Gutenberg starred in the Nancy Walker-directed Alan Carr-produced movie Can't Stop the Music. It's a semi-autobiographical movie about the disco group The Village People. Everybody knows the YMCA, so you want to see a little bit more of Steve, why don't you check that one out? Also in the 80s, he starred in three film franchises that he's mainly known for, especially from fans of the Disney universe here, starting with 1984, Police Academy. Also in 85 then, he went to Cocoon. 87, Disney, Three Men and a Baby. He also appeared in the films Diner in 82, The Bedroom Window in 87, Short Circuit in 86, and High Spirits in 88. So the 80s were a very busy time for him. We got a roll into the 90s. He was seen a little bit less. He starred in the film It Takes Two in 95, where he starred with Christy Alley, who was also big around that time, and alongside Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, if you remember the twins from Full House, which was huge back in the 90s as well. And then alongside Kirsten Dunst, he was in Disney's Tower of Terror in 1997, which is based on the attraction at the Disney Hollywood Studios at the Walt Disney World Resort in Lake Buena Vista, Florida. And also in 1990, he was also in Three Men and a Little Lady. And also in 1995, he was also Sheriff Clark in The Big Green from Walt Disney. So if you remember that movie, maybe it's starting to click a little bit. Maybe you've seen him if you can't remember him from Police Academy. Back in 2009, Gutenberg mentioned that Disney was developing a second sequel to Three Men and a Baby entitled Three Men and a Bride. So that would be wonderful and exciting, I think, for all Disney fans, and especially just fans of Three Men and a Baby. Just a nice 
fun, hilarious movie from back in the 80s. And he also stated that his co-stars Ted Danson and Tom Selleck would return. And that would just be icing on the cake right there. Because anytime that you get sequels that span out, you know, quite a few years from the original, but you can still get the original cast to it, that just sweetens sweetens the, the film even better. And in 2010, Gutenberg revealed that David Diamond and David Weissman were writing a script for Police Academy 8. So that would be interesting to see if once that comes out. It was going to start with a new group of actors instead of the original cast members, but Steve would return and the movie bosses were trying to let Kim Cattrall and Sharon Stone return. So we'll kind of have to just wait and see how this one plays out because that would be exciting as well. Two great sequels potentially in the making. Now moving away from the big screen and getting a little television series here. Why don't we start back in the 80s? He was in Miracle on Ice to Race the Wind, Something for Joey, The Day After. In 1979, there was a short-lived sitcom, Billy. And let's see, in 1980, he was also in a Coca-Cola commercial which featured him trying to help a non-English-speaking woman whose car stalled. He played Woody Goodman in the 2005-2006 season of the television series Veronica Mars, which he's a wealthy businessman and community leader. He appeared as a lead in the NBC made-for-TV remake of The Poseidon Adventure, which aired on November 20th of 2005, playing Richard Clark. In 2008, he appeared in According to Jim in the episode Two for the Money. That's the number two, Two for the Money. On August 25th, 2008, Gutenberg released a video entitled Steve Gutenberg Steakhouse on FunnyOrDie.com. There are rumors that he will star as a comedian Tony Martin in a movie adapted from Martin's book, A Nest of Occasionals. A lot of stuff to keep your eye out on for Steve Gutenberg. He's been keeping pretty busy with his life. In 2008, he was in the spring season of Dancing with the Stars with the professional pro Anna Trebanskaya and was eliminated on April 1st, unfortunately. He played himself in an episode of the Stars comedy Party Down that aired on May 21st, 2010. He's also been in Law & Order, Criminal Intent, Sons of Liberty. He's been on the Sci-Fi Channel and he's been on Community as well. Season 6, Episode 8, Intro to Recycled Cinema. But we're not done ending with short screen or small screen television series. He's also done some work on stage. In 1990, he replaced Timothy Hutton in the lead role of Prelude to a Kiss at the Helen Hayes Theater on Broadway. He also performed in London's West End, where he starred in The Boys Next Door. He also appeared in the world stage premiere production of Furthest from the Sun, which Woody Harrelson directed and co-authored. He starred in Cinderella at the Churchill Theater in Bromley, England, playing the Baron, who is the father of Cinderella, in 2008. On December 12, 2011, Gutenberg received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. No honor greater, in my opinion. It's it's something that a lot of actors strive to receive, and it's very hard to get, so he was able to get that in 2011, so that's quite an accomplishment. Then on October 19th in 2014, Gutenberg received the key to the city of Miami by Mayor Philip Levine for his work with Fun Paw Care, raising awareness for animal rights. He's got a couple publications out there, the Gutenberg Bible, which is a memoir, and the kids from DISCO, which was in September of 2014. He's involved with a few charities whose goal is to improve opportunities for the homeless and for young people. He founded Gutenhaus, which is an apartment complex in the South Los Angeles area that he funded to accommodate young people after their graduation from foster child status, with on-site social worker direction to assist their assuming adult responsibilities. He's also getting involved with the Entertainment Industry Foundation, which is Hollywood's charity arm, and he is selected to be the ambassador for children's issues because of his work on behalf of children and the homeless. So as you can see, Gutenberg's had 
not only a fantastic career that's still going and showing no signs of slowing down, especially with the potential sequel for Three Men and a Baby, which would be very exciting. I'm sure it would do very well. But staying involved with the charities around the area and also his own Gutenhaus, which is a great charity to help foster children. So it's great that he's getting involved in that. Well, folks, that's all I have for you this week. Again, it's great to be back. We covered a lot of ground here with Steve. And don't forget, you can always feel free to email me at Cody, C-O-D-Y, at DizRadio.com. Get ready, because Steve's coming up with Jonathan right after this. And have a great one, D-Heads. We'll see you next week.
Uh, introducing Matt, Peter, and Jack. Where you're rapping three dads doing the merry rap. You're just a little lady and you need your sleep. Don't want to hear no job talking about something to eat. Break down. Like that. Here we go. We will party down lady kill and dance until dawn. See your food spitting, toilet train and change our song. Now we're situated back to state his fathers and waiting. Who'd rather hang with you than the one he's been dating? Say, Mary, did you wash your face? Yo! Say, Mary, did you brush your teeth? Yo! Now Mike be nimble. Peter be quick. Jack bust a rhyme and make it slip. And little lady Mary, we say please just close your eyes and cop some Z's. Just close your eyes and cop some Z's. Wait, 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 wait. Just close your eyes and cop some Z's. Just close your eyes and cop some Z's. I need a drink. Lights, camera, action. It's time for this week's Disney On Demand special guest. All right, all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. And as we continue to bring you all the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney, many times those are ones on the small screen, the big screen, and ones that you pass on to your children. And with us here this week is nobody that is any stranger to any of you. You know him from a variety of different things, from Police Academy, Cocoon, Three Men and a Baby, the Tower of Terror movie, as well as the Big Green, and many others. We have none other than the icon and the talented Steve Gutenberg here. Welcome to Disney On Demand. Oh, thanks, Jonathan. It's great to be here, and I sure do love Disney. <laughs> it is our pleasure having you on. I mean, you know, you've been part of so many people's lives, of course, and of course with all the Disney fans. Now, you know, we just want to jump right into it right away for all of our Disney fans out there, of course. And, you know, one of those uh, that we like to ask everybody first is what led you down that road of acting? You know, um, ever since I was a kid, I just loved to watch movies and go to stage plays and uh, see Really great actors doing classics. My my first uh, memory was seeing uh, Man of La Mancha on Broadway, and then uh, seeing uh, the um, the great play King Lear. Um, and I was about seven or eight years old, and I just thought it was such beautiful art. It reminded me of people painting a picture uh, with uh, with paint that was words and movement, and that really inspired me. And it's just, it's very actually similar to what Disney does, you know, when you're a young person, you get to see Snow White and you get to see Mickey Mouse. And if you're lucky, you get to go to Disneyland or Disney World. And in those places, it's all about telling a story and all about characters and costumes and movement and, and music. And those things inspire a person to, A, be a better person and also if they wish to, to join in on the fun and join in on the creativity. So uh, ever since I was a kid, it, it really was movement and light and and and, uh, and positive um, motivation, which uh, created my my desire to be an actor. Well, you know, and it has been so fruitful for you. Like you said, one thing that Disney does is they tell that story, and you've been part of many of those for many of our listeners out there, you know, from the Big Green, Tower of Terror, Three Men and a Baby, and so many others. And, you know, the one thing that many people relate to is you just seem to be that that good-hearted, you know, loving father or friend or whatnot. Is family entertainment something that you're really drawn to? I, I think that there's a great value in family entertainment, especially Disney family entertainment. Because Disney has always had in its forefront character, virtue, and values. And that's what really makes family entertainment run. 
is that during the film, during the play, during the song, you're learning and exposing to yourself and to others a value system which is time-honored. And it started with Moses coming down with the Ten Commandments. And when you live by those commandments, you find yourself in a really good place. And that's what Disney is all about, is creating a momentum for your life, a goal system, a value system, a character system, that what you think about becomes your words, and what your words become your actions, and what you do every day becomes a habit. Those habits become your character, who you are, and that character defines your destiny. And if you look at any of the movies, uh, whether it's... Uh, Finding Nemo, or it's Snow White, or it's uh, Mickey Mouse. It's really about being a good person, caring about your fellow man or fellow woman, and creating a life around that. And that's what that family values are, are all about, and that's what family entertainment is all about. Definitely, you know, and like I said, you know, you couldn't have, you know, put the put the nail on the head any better than, you know, it creates these good values and this good core system. And, you know, I'm a fi I'm a father of four, so I believe in that as well. And with that comes a lot of these films that you've, you know, passed on to generations and everybody loves them. Uh, Tower of Terror, The Big Green, whatnot. Now, when you're out and about, do are you ever taken back by how many times these films, you know, everybody knows Police Academy and Cocoon, but then you get these little nuggets like Tower of Terror, Three Men and a Baby, and these films that are passed on to generations. Are you ever taken back when you realize that they have these huge cult fan followings? It's always a, a, a great honor to be part of films, plays, music that touches people's hearts and makes uh, a lasting effect. And I've been lucky. Uh, my Disney films, whether it's Three Men, as you mentioned, or The Big Green or Tower of Terror, or wherever I am, if there's a Disney fan, they always come up to me and say how much they love those films. Um, and those films are a great example of family values. Um, Three Men is a, is a, an example that anybody can become a family if you love each other. Tower of Terror is a movie about an extended family, about an uncle and a, and a niece who rage a war against evil and win. Uh, and The Big Green is about teamwork and about coming together with all different types of people and making an amalgam of a family. So um, I'm always pleased when somebody come up, comes up to me during the day and loves the, the Disney entertainment that I've done and been lucky enough to be part of. And frankly, we're all looking forward to doing another Three Men and a Baby. Uh, I know that the D Disney executives are considering doing another Three Men, and we've all gotten a few scripts involved called Three Men and a Bride, where Mary grows up and she's ready to get married. And the three men have to decide if they like her future husband or not. And it's just going to be a terrific hit. So we're all looking forward to doing that. Well, you know, and that kind of film too, I think that is one that would really be fantastic for generations because it's one that will definitely introduce the franchise to a new generation in a fun way. And of course, pay homage to all of us who have grown up with the original films and a way for you guys to carry on those characters. And it, it creates fun. And of course, it's a solidified hit. Something like that, everybody is definitely going to love. Yeah, yeah, I, absolutely, and uh, it's really going to be terrific. I think for lots of little kids uh, to enjoy it because there's nothing like uh, being protected by uh, three big strong guys, and uh, and also growing up and uh, and and switch turning the tables, switching the characteristics where sometimes uh, the child becomes the uh, parent, and that's going to be a lot of fun too. 
Definitely. Now, with that too, like you said, you know, been part of so many different, of course, you know, carrying on that franchise, would you ever be open to doing another Police Academy film? Because those are always just fun, slapstick humor. And, you know, honestly, I think that the comedy realm out there is in need of another Police Academy movie right now. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. I sure hope we do one. Uh, we're, we're developing one over at Warner Brothers and uh, a couple of guys. So hopefully we're going to have a good shot at it. <laughs> now, you know, we know you're busy and so many different things going on. I know we only have a couple more minutes here with you. But, you know, with that, you know, and like you said, Disney is such a big part of many different things and family and whatnot. Um, and do you have any of those fantastic Disney memories, whether it's on a set filming one of these films or going to the parks or even just watching something with your family where it really still has stuck with you and shows that timeless essence of how Disney can affect somebody's life? Oh, absolutely. Um you know, every time we go to Disneyland, which is quite often, we uh, always stand in front of the Magic Castle and take a photo. And I'm reminded of uh, being a little kid and doing that, and uh, and all the millions of kids that have done that before me, and how that photo will sit in somebody's living room or dining room or bedroom and remind them of the good time they have over at Disney and also about the value system of Disney, about doing the right thing and helping your, your fellow man, doing the right thing for the planet, and all the new ways to help the planet uh, by saving water and pollution and energy. Um, so there's, a, there's a, a great many memories I have uh, of, uh, of family values and uh, you know, interestingly enough, uh, strongly they come from the Disney model. Definitely. Well, you know, with that said, like I said, we know you're busy. You have a lot of different things going on. I guess in closing here and, you know, taking that time and chatting with us here today, is there any final words you'd like to leave out there for fans of Steve, fans of anything you've done from all the different movies you've done, television roles? I mean, even many we didn't even touch base upon, like Meet the Santas and so many other ones. Is there anything you'd like to leave out there for all the fans of Steve out there where you've influenced their lives with the films and things you've done? Oh, well, you know, we're, we're developing a really interesting story right now, uh, a baseball story about a man who was a great baseball player named Jack uh, Blackie Schwamm in 1950. He uh, got involved with some bad characters and went to jail. And in jail, in San Quentin, he created a baseball team, which became one of the greatest baseball teams of all time in the penal system. And it's all about treating people fairly and that everybody's a person. Even if you've done something wrong, you're in the eyes of God, you're still a person. It's pretty neat. Definitely. Well, you know, it was our pleasure having you stop in, chat with us, and, you know, I'm sure we're going to be seeing you in the horizon, many other projects, many other films, and thanks for taking the time today and chatting with us. My pleasure. Looking forward to uh, listening to the interview, and thank you so much, Jonathan. All the best to you, and have a great day.
Don't even think about it. I didn't know anybody was in there. How do you think she moved, Olivier? I don't know. I thought she was animatronic. I'm really sorry. Not an honest mistake. I sent the check to your agency. Oh, listen, uh, how'd I do? Uh, Did you believe I was like a real doctor? Oh, absolutely, because yeah. I hate doctors, and right now, I hate you. Incredible. Really? Yeah. Thanks. Oh, great. I'll listen, I'm also available for other Of course you are. You're fantastic. Do you do commercials? Oh, I do all the time. Do not grow up to be an actor. Talking dog possessed by spirit of Mr. Ed? Frozen ghost found in freezer? How do you think this stuff up? It's a gift. Really strange gift. Is any of it true? Hey, don't kid yourself. Aside from sports and obits, most legit papers are just as bogus. Truth doesn't count. Selling papers counts. Did you ever want to write something real? And now, a Disney On Demand memory. Hey out there, Cody here. Just wanted to stop in here real quick and just say thanks for tuning in to us every week and especially for joining us here for our 150th broadcast. It's very exciting. It's a a great accomplishment and I'm very proud to be a part of it. I just joined the team just a few months ago and it's kind of as fate would have it type of story, if you will. It was, like as I mentioned, it was last summer around this time. It was t-ball time. My four-year-old at the time was getting ready to get into the t-ball spirit and his team was playing for the New York Mets. I remember showing up for the first practice, and it's where I met Jonathan for the first time, the voice behind his radio here. And I remember him mentioning over and over, if any parent wants to step in, feel free. I eventually ended up stepping in and being the unofficial, I suppose you would say, assistant coach of the T-Ball team. And from there, you know, just kind of got to know Jonathan more, talked to him on a daily basis. And eventually, a couple months down the road, he was talking to me about this radio show he does and um, I thought it was really neat I thought it was really cool shortly after that he he'd asked me if I wanted to be a part of it well I don't I don't know I don't know what to say I don't know if I if I can do it you know it was a excuse after excuse with me until eventually I got tired of him asking so I said fine you know I'll do one man geez and uh, so I I remember my first segment and I probably always will because I was nervous I remember kind of I don't want to say wheezy but you know I was a little bit off if you will. I I was a nervous wreck. I didn't know what I was talking about. I remember I was talking about what I liked about Disney and uh, what were my favorite movies and that type of stuff. I remember that was like my introduction to Diz Radio so I'll never forget that and you know after the first one it was like oh boy I don't know if I can really do this. That was was pretty rough. Um, But after kind of getting in the swing of things it starts to get a little easier and not only did it get easier but it got more and more fun and it keeps becoming more and more fun the more and more I do it. I look forward every week to see who we got coming up and digging up what I can and finding out a lot of interesting stuff on these celebrities. Interesting things they've done in the past or what they've got coming up in the future. It's really neat and then of course to, to hear the the interviews of the celebrities it's just, it's just fantastic. It's really neat being a part of all this and I'm truly grateful that you know 
know, I was able to bump into Jonathan at something as simple as t-ball practice. You don't think anything of it. You think you're bringing your kid there. He's going to hit the ball off the tee. He's going to run around. He's going to catch the ball and you're going to go home. And it ended up being that and uh, then some. It turned into quite an opportunity for me. And like I said, I've, I've enjoyed every minute of it. And I hope to be a part of the 300th broadcast. Hopefully, I'm sure we can make it another 150 broadcast. I'm sure, especially with the drive that Jonathan has, being able to pump out a show week after week. And of course, with the rest of the D team here, I mean, always up for the challenge. And it's amazing what this group can do and what they have done. And we're just like a big family. Everyone is uh, very supportive of one another. And it's great because I remember coming in again and i kind of shy, but everyone just open arms. And it's been a real easy transition to be a part of this group. And like I said, I hope uh, we're all together for a very long time after this and been a part of some really neat things. Aside from doing the show, I was able to join the C2E2 down in Chicago with Jonathan and other D-team members, Nathan and Jason, which was a blast. And it was great to meet John Ratzenberg, obviously a huge Disney legend. So it's just been an absolute thrill ride having the time of my life. And like I said, I hope to keep doing it for a while. So again, just wanted to stop in here and say thanks D-heads for listening every week, tuning in. You are the reason that we do it. You're the reason that we love it. So keep tuning in and I will catch you guys later. Have a good one. When you're the best of friends Having so much fun together You're not even aware You're such a funny pair You're the best of friends Life's a happy game You could clown around forever Neither one of you sees Your natural boundaries Life's one happy game If only the world wouldn't get in the way If only people would just let you play They say you'll both be fools You're breaking all the They can't understand the magic of your wonderland. <laughs> when you're the best of friends, sharing all that you discover. When these moments have passed, will that friendship last? Who can say? There's a way, oh I hope, I hope it never ends Cause you're the best of Hi, I'm Larry Bagby, or Ernie, I mean Ice, and I'm here with Jay, I mean Tobias, Jelenic, and you're listening to what?
<laughs> You're listening to Disney on Disney. <laughs> All right, no. Uh, uh, I don't know what the hell that was. got to hang up, Jonathan. Just hang up. <laughs> Hi, I'm L-A-R-R-Y. <laughs> hey, D-Heads, you're listening to Disney On Demand. Wow, it's dark in Wow, and now it's too bright. Taking you on those magical journeys from your lifetime of Disney. Kari, Kari McKean. It's like Kari only with a K instead of a C and an A instead of an E and only one R and an I instead of an I. It's Disney On Demand. Well, it started out like any normal sitting gig. You know, with the reassuring of the parent and all. Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. I just wish I could forget the whole thing. You will, kid. You will. All right, LVD heads, so I am back, and I hope you enjoyed this week's show, our 150th show. We are not slowing down. So many different things on the horizon, as you've already heard. Lots of great news, and I want to extend a very special thank you once again to the talented, the iconic Steve Gutenberg for stopping in here once again this week with all of you D-heads. Steve has played a huge role in many people's lives with over four decades of films not slowing down. I am looking forward to possibly having a three-man sequel and more, so thank you, Steve, for stopping in here and chatting with all of us here at the show. I'd also like to thank the D-team. Yes, all the D-team from all the years. D-team that have gone by, and of course the D-team that is going on now with Aaron, Caitlin, Nathan, Paige, Randy, Jason, and Cody all stopping in here and making the show what it is. If it wasn't for the D-team, it would be a pretty boring show of me just rambling in week in and week out. So thank you to the D-team for making the magic happen for the last 150 shows. And finally, we wouldn't have made 150 shows if it wasn't for you, the D-Heads. That's right. You, the D-Heads, are the reason we continue to bring this show to you for the last six years. You are the reason that we continue to bring you the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney for 150 shows and moving on for 150 more. So thank you, the D-Heads, for spreading the magic, loving the show, and allowing us to bring this magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney to you every single week. So, all D-Heads, next week we have another fun one. We have something in the horizon with the Memorial Week weekend coming up we have a very special guest stopping in but before i clue you into that i do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show and first and foremost you can always visit our official website at dizradio.com that's d-i-z radio.com there you can find our full list of past shows the complete archives our latest news blogs the podcast archives mimi's latest news connect up with the d team our lifetime of disney player and so much more right there on our official website at dizradio.com d-i-z radio You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can also join our DizWire Disney discussion group on Facebook as well. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Just search Disney On Demand, Disney Blue, that's B-L-U, or Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, all of which are going to help you find our magical show here at Disney On Demand. And remember, if you just can't wait, you need the latest shows on your mobile device, your Android, your tablet, your iPhone. You need it right away. All you have to do is subscribe. It's that easy. Go to iTunes and Stitcher Radio, and you can download and subscribe the latest shows as they get released right there to listen to and enjoy instantly on all of your devices. And remember, you can find all of these links and more right there on the official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z radio.com. So, all VD heads, with that said, it really sounds like I'm about to lose my voice here from all the talking here this week for the 150th, the excitement, the magic, and so much fun. So, 
to clue you in, next week it is the Memorial Weekend holiday. And we have something really special planned for you because with that, Disney Channel is showing a hundred Disney Channel original movies. So go through the entire plethora. Go through the entire DCOM movies from your history and think of one that involves fins, scales, and maybe somebody that turns 13. I'm going to leave it at that, all VD heads. Until next time, as I always say, slow down, take time, and never neglect family for business. Have a fantastic weekend. Make the magic, make the memories, and make the most of all the time with your family. Catch you online, all VD heads, and see you next week. Tuppence for paper and strings. You can have your own set of wings. With your feet on the ground, you're a bird in flight. With your fist holding tight to the string of your kite. Oh, let's go fly a kite up to the highest height. Let's go fly a kite and send it soaring up through the atmosphere, up where the air is clear. Oh, let's go fly a kite. When you send it flying up there, all at once you're lighter than air. You can dance on the breeze over houses and trees with your pistol and tight to the string of your kite. Thank you for tuning in to Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. The content and thoughts expressed are those of the show and not the Disney company. Now go on and relive the magic, memories, and appreciation from your lifetime of Disney. See you real soon.